Hello, everyone. This is Cassandra, and welcome to another episode on the Luminous Star podcast. Mwah, mwah. Thank you guys and gals so much for being with me today. And I certainly hope that wherever you are on the planet, you are taking care of yourself. According to what's going on right now all over the planet, well, I will say that it's a fair statement to make that mental health is more important than ever. Okay, so again, make sure you are taking care of yourself and each other. Now, I'm going to start off today's episode with something that I hope you will find very powerful and that it will prove to be food for your soul. You ready? (laughs) Here it is. Your knowledge of what it means to detach from the narcissistic relationship without disconnecting from yourself is one of the major advantages you will always have over your narcissist. Now that may have sounded long and drawn out, but I think it's quite profound. Simply put, it is a checkmate, not a stalemate. Okay, a lot of you who have been watching the Luminous Star channel on YouTube, first of all, thank you very much for watching and thank you for your support. Very often I have said that when you are in a narcissist relationship, you can become a person who may be stuck in a sunken place. Okay, the sunken place could be uh, a number of things, uh, you know, in your mind, having chatter, you know, negative chatter. You see the, the needle on the record seems to skip, you know, negative words, negative thoughts, negative chatter. Uh, I remember one of my friends said something about stinking thinking is what she would call it. Right. Um, but you can get stuck in the sunken place of the narcissist relationship. The sunken place can represent the narcissist relationship. But here's the thing. You don't have to be stalemate, right? You're stuck on your position. The other person or other individuals in a narcissist relationship is, you know, they may be stuck on their position. In other words, no one's giving, no one's flexible, no one's deviating, right, from their position. Everyone's sticking to their narrative. So you don't have to experience the stalemate. You can experience the checkmate. Simply by valuing, first of all, by valuing or finding value in detachment. It doesn't mean that you have to walk around and say that you're separated from everyone. It's you against them. I actually don't advocate, you know, I don't advocate that type of mentality, but I'm not judging it either. The bottom line is this. When you have knowledge of what it means to you, to detach from the narcissist relationship, you will always checkmate. It won't be a stalemate. You will have major advantage over the narcissist. Simply put, you will be demonstrating your growth. You're outgrowing the narcissist relationship. Some of you already know this, right? You're accepting. Perhaps some of you are already accepting that you're outgrowing the narcissist relationship. You're not going to go back and forth You're not going to be involved. You're not choosing to be involved in the tit for tat, right? The, um, the up, the one upmanship, right? (laughs) I'm better than you and fierce competition or confrontation or, or, uh, competition. You're, You're not, you're not engaged in that. You're choosing not to become involved. You're choosing not to invest. You're choosing not to entertain. 
you're choosing not to become involved with perhaps the narcissist, or you can just say the narcissist relationship. You're choosing not to involve yourself, to loan your energy to that anymore. And that is very powerful. That means you're finding the value in detachment without putting anyone on the defense because you are being defensive or you are um, calling yourself being against them. It's not you against them. Okay? So I'm not trying to confuse anyone when I'm just simply saying that detachment, finding the value of detaching from something that doesn't serve you, it can be a person, place, or thing, is just very powerful. And you can checkmate. It doesn't have to be a stalemate. Okay, so your knowledge of what it means to you to detach from the narcissist relationship instead of detaching from yourself is one of the major advantages that you will have over a narcissist. You're still whole. You're still you. You're still in one piece, right? <laughs> you still have peace of mind. Because at the end of the day, see... We can influence each other and we can attempt to control. And some people do end up controlling other people. That's because the choices that the other person involved may have made, right? But the bottom line is this, finding the value in detachment is very powerful. When you're involved with a narcissist, one of the things that uh, I have found that's very helpful, and that is accepting the reality that you're not going to change a narcissist. I'm not going to change a narcissist. And this just, you can just scale that back and start looking at all of your relationships in that regard. Can At the end of the day, can you really change anyone else? No. No, absolutely not. We can influence each other. But at the end of the day, when we're talking about adults, it, it boils down to what we choose, who we choose. And... When we are looking at the narcissist relationship, that goes double because the narcissist has their mindset and you have yours. So what if they're not accepting that you are outgrowing the relationship? What if they're not accepting that you have decided to move forward without having the narcissist relationship. Okay. Because right now during the holiday season, okay, we're, 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 you know, 2022 is coming up. We're still within the holiday season right now. Some of you are dealing with this. Some of you are dealing with so-called loved ones, right? Who are not accepting that you have made a choice. Now I'm especially talking to you if you are an adult. This, this goes double for you, maybe even triple. <laughs> and that is, you have decided, you have, I mean, you've made choices for yourself. You are an adult. After all, you're, you're a responsible adult, right? And you have made this choice that in your life is best not to have a toxic, dysfunctional relationship that doesn't seem to be going anywhere. So that's not good for your health. That's not good for your overall well-being. You have determined this, right? 
So let's just say that right now during the holiday season, it could be a friend, it could be a family member, it could be a, a romantic situation, it could be a business partnership, whatever the ship it is, just, you know, pick one, pick them all, right? <laughs> so let's just say you have someone or some people who have not accepted that you have made this choice, a healthy choice, by the way, for yourself. You're an adult, they're an adult, or everyone involved are adults. Now, let's just say you may have children. You're looking out for their well-being. And to have a toxic, dysfunctional relationship with certain individuals is just not what's going to be best for you or your children. Okay, first of all, congratulations for making such a choice. Secondly, please understand and understand and understand that if you're dealing with a person who has narcissistic tendencies that are maligning or over the top, they're not going to accept your choice. They're probably not going to uh, see your side or your point of view. So there, there may be what's called some kind of pushback or they may seem salty or upset by your choice. In other words, you know, it's very clear to you that they're not accepting. They're not happy with what you have decided. So they're not considering your choice. Here's where the detachment, the value of detachment comes in. And that is when you start to uh, look at your own priorities in life, and you start to look at where you are in life. What's important to you? What are your priorities? What are your values? What are your principles? And this goes double if you do have children. And that, that's just my opinion, okay? That, that goes double. But anyway, when it boils down to what you're choosing as an adult, when you value detachment, you're actually practicing that value. You're practicing it. You're demonstrating your growth. So how in the world can you end up stalemate? It's impossible. When you're making the choice to move forward and you're dealing with a person who's not accepting that, guess what? It's all about your mentality. It's about you choosing to perceive that situation in a particular way. That's what's going to determine your success and thriving forward. If you're looking at that situation like that person is doing something to you to uh, stop you or to uh, block you or to uh, cause you some sort of grievances because they don't accept that you are thriving on, that you are outgrowing the relationship and you have accepted that and you're not doing anything to counter it or undo it, you're, you're, you're facing reality in other words. You are outgrowing a relationship that is not going anywhere, regardless of how much you love and care about that person. The relationship is not going anywhere. Okay. So you are demonstrating your growth. However, the situation is that that per the other person involved or the other people involved, they are not accepting your choice. Guess what? That's their choice. And it has nothing to do with you. Okay, so when you start to value detachment, you're practicing that by making choices that will naturally bring up, bring upon your or bring out outcomes. 
Okay, that didn't sound right. <laughs> Let me say that again. Let me rephrase that. When you are accepting that you're outgrowing the narcissist relationship, you're demonstrating your growth. You are making choices. Okay, and how are you demonstrating that growth? You're making choices that naturally bring about changes that are necessary. Okay, you're challenging yourself to make choices that bring about changes that are necessary. Okay, sometimes we cannot control everything and everyone. We, we just can't. So I'm challenging you to start to look at that situation differently. Because I know emotionally it feels icky. Energetically, it may feel heavy because this is someone that you love and care about. And you have come to the realization that that relationship is not going anywhere. It's not going to grow anymore. It's not going further because that per perhaps because that person, they, they see they're making a choice like you are. You're not making the same choice. You're both exercising your freedom to make choices is what I'm saying. And it may not be the same. So guess what? Start to look at, that means you're going to have to start looking at it a particular way. So how is it that you can continue to thrive forward successfully? Well, I challenge you to look at that situation differently. What is the definition of insanity? And I'm not calling you insane, <laughs> but I'm just making a point here. The definition of insanity is when you are doing something over and over and you are expecting the same results. Guess what? I'm challenging you in this episode to make a different choice and by, actually by looking at that situation differently. Interrupt the pattern that perhaps has been causing you to stay in the sunken place of a narcissist relationship. I'm challenging you. Whenever that person says or does something or individuals are saying and doing something that screams that they're not accepting your choice to thrive forward, to discontinue, to engage or entertain or involve yourself in a relationship that's not going anywhere, is a lack of restitution, there's a lack of resolution. Well, remember, like you, they are making a choice, which they have every right to do. So instead of looking at them as uh, stopping you or blocking you or preventing you from continuing to thrive forward, start to look at it as I just stated. I challenge you to do this. They are making a choice. You're making a choice. Okay, there's the reality. The rose-colored glasses are coming down as I speak. Picture that. Picture the rose-colored glasses coming down, down your nose. <laughs> and you're starting to look. Wait a minute. Yeah, they are making a choice. I'm making a choice. And guess what? We simply don't agree. And you know what? It's okay. They're not harming me by making a choice. Let me give you guys and gals a secret here. This is what helped me out with that. Now, this is, of course, I'm practicing this. And I, I've, I've had to practice this in the past, right? But guess what? It's effective. It's very effective. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to talk to you about it today because I would still be going through it, right? In a way, whereas I feel stuck or I'm being stuck. But this is, this is what works like a charm. When you start 
to look at it like that, another amazing thing happens. It gives you peace of mind. It provides you a more, uh, it, it provides you a different perspective. It gives you clarity. It helps you to have balance and harmony. Now you may not harmonize with them because you're making a choice and they're making a choice. But guess what? It can help you to start see to start to see how you do relationships. How do you tend to do relationships? It's not about them really. When we come out of our emotions, when we start to uh, practice emotional discipline, for instance, now easier said than done. But when you start to practice emotional discipline, it helps you to clarify certain things, such as how you how do you tend to do relationships? Forget them. How do you tend to do relationships? Because that's going to determine for future reference the types of relationships and the types of people that you will choose to become involved in. Where are you loaning your energy? Who are you sharing your energy with? It's, it's all about, it boils down to that. Please understand and overstand and understand that everyone else on the planet, like you, has the right to make a choice. When we start making choices, either it's going to bring us closer together or it's going to have us growing in different directions. And it's going to serve a purpose. So if you're making a choice to out to, to accept that you have outgrown that relationship and you're not going to loan your energy to it anymore, you're not going to put any more energy to it, and this is not you being against them, it's simply you're making a choice and they are making a choice. That's very powerful. You're growing in different directions. And guess what? It's probably necessary. More than likely, it's for the good of all. It may not feel good at the moment, but it is good for the good of all. Sure, they may say some few choice words. They may make some threatening gestures. And please practice safety. Please practice safety. I feel like I need to say that. <laughs> practice safety because you just don't know. People, sometimes they are very vocal about their, how they're not pleased with the decision that was made. Some people, are threat. they, they, they make threats. Sometimes they're idle and sometimes not. And I'll leave it at that. Okay? So practice safety, please. The bottom line is this. Please understand and overstand and understand that everyone has the right to make choices. And they're not going to always agree with your choice. And you're not going to always agree with theirs. But what's so powerful about practicing the value of detachment is that it frees you from from getting caught up in anyone else's drama. The next time, so during the holidays, you know, people are spending time together and, and whatnot. They're, uh, they're eating, they're breaking bread, <laughs> you know, being merry and, and toasting and all these things, right? But sometimes there are some people who are around certain people that they know the relationship is not going anywhere and it's very painful to break bread with them. It's very painful to be around them. It's very painful that the relationship is not going anywhere. So guess what? It's not healthy for anyone involved, no matter which side, no matter which side that they're on, it's not healthy for anyone involved. 
So when you find the value of detachment, just remember you have every right to make choices just like everyone else and everyone's not going to agree. So if they are expressing their displeasure or disagreement with your choice by simply behaving and be, behaving and acting and saying things that suggest that you have not expressed that you have decided to move on, they're not accepting it. So they're still carrying on as if you've never expressed that. Well, that's a violation. That's a personal boundary violation. Now, I'm not suggesting that you have to accept that violation. No, again, you have choices. You can make a choice. You don't have to engage the value of detachment. Remember, that's that's really what we're talking about here. The value of detachment without disconnecting from yourself. In other words, you're not losing yourself. You're not getting lost in the sauce just because you have de- you have decided to discontinue to engage or entertain or to participate or to be involved in a relationship that is not serving you. Now, another person may disagree with you. They may not care about what you think and feel. That's a that I don't know about you guys and gals, but to me that spells out a not only a um a disagreement but it can easily be looked at as a personal violation a personal boundary violation which can also reflect dismissal disregard disrespect because that person is not accepting your choosing something for yourself And because they disagree, they're overstepping the boundaries. They're disrespecting, they're disregarding. So they're dismissing. Right. See, all of these things are what happens in a dysfunctional relationship, not a relationship that's healthy. So it doesn't matter who's doing the disregarding. doesn't matter who they are, what role they play. When you start to look at that, that is the power of practicing and valuing detachment. When you find that relationships are no longer working for you, you have every right to make that announcement and say, that's it. This is not working for me. And some people will argue and say, okay, it's best to give a to give a, a a warning before just walking away from the relationship. Well, it depends on the circumstances. Sometimes it is best just to go ahead and walk away from the relationship without a uh, warning. But I'm going to say in most cases, that is probably not the best way to go about it. It's best to give the warning. Uh, and when you think about it, a lot of people, they may miss the clues, but in all fairness, that is that there was the warning that there were clues there that the relationship wasn't going anywhere. Lack of restitution, lack of resolution. And most of the time, this is due to people making choices that will not bring them together necessarily. But at the end of the day, most people, they want the connection. They want the connection. So when you value detachment, I am not suggesting it is you against them. I am challenging you to look at it 
in the opposite way. It is not you against them. Because guess what? When you make your choices, it is not about them at all. It is not your fault if they're perceiving that you are detaching or you are cutting them off when that is not the reality at all. You're making healthier choices for yourself. And some people will not agree with you. Some of you, like I said, you're going through this right now. Some of you have gone through this and perhaps you didn't really know what to do. But I challenge you to look at the value of detaching without without disconnecting from yourself. That is checkmate, not stalemate. It is not your fault. It is not your responsibility to uh, fix, save, rescue, or babysit or nurse someone else's feelings or ego. It, that's not on, that's not what you're here for. Some people already know this, right? They already know. They have found that out about themselves. They're not here for that. They're here to be a person who is uh, living on their own terms or living their best life. Part of the reason why they're here, right? We all have a purpose. Uh, you know, we all have a story and we are all here experiencing this beautiful thing called life or a human experience, right? So having said that, I challenge you all to look at the value of detachment. You cannot make someone accept your choices and vice versa. People are going to perceive things the way they're going to perceive it. They're going to look at it the way they're going to feel the way they're going to feel. They're going to think the way they're going to be. And see, you can't control that. Not really. You can't control that. So some of you have been feeling guilty about the choice you have made to walk away from a narcissist relationship. Well, again, I challenge you to look at that today. The value of detaching without disconnecting from yourself. Tool number one. Critical question, right? I'm kind of mixing it today. Tool number one is challenge yourself with critical questions such as, example, right? Such as, what is it about the narcissist that I feel I cannot live without? What is it about him or her? That's a very profound question. It may sound simple, but what is it really? It's almost like asking the question, what is the purpose of the narcissist relationship? Because once you answer that question, it's going to clarify a whole lot of things for you, such as how you tend to do relationships which is going to also dictate for future reference how, once you answer that question, it's going to dictate for you, okay, for future reference, how you tend to do relationships. So once you figure out how you do relationships, then you may start to make choices that will bring about necessary change, such as not attracting another narcissist, such as not engaging in another uh, narcissist relationship. So tool number one is to challenge yourself by asking profound critical questions such as what is the purpose of the relationship with a narcissist or what is the purpose of a narcissist relationship or what is it about the narcissist that appeals to me so much? Another critical question. I'll just throw another one in there. 
what is it about the relationship with a narcissist that appeals to me so much? It kind of sounds like the other one, but no. What is it about the relationship in and of itself that appeals to you so much? It kind of go. It kind of correlates with what is the purpose of the relationship? Is it because you want to have children? If this is a narcissist that you're romantically involved with, is it because you want to have children? That's why you're involved with them? Is it because you want more money? They make more money than you perhaps? Or because uh, they have convinced you that they need your help? Maybe you make more money than them? Just examples here. Get down to the root cause of what this relationship is all about. How does it fit into your life? Reflecting who you are today. Tool number two. Try something new. That may sound simple. On one hand it is, but on the other it's really not. When you try something new, that sets your feet on the path of experiencing a life that you really want because you're open to try, to trying something new, to having better positive relationships. It's hard enough to have relationships anyway, but start with yourself. Try something new. Decorate in your house. Do something different. Do Just take a different route to work or something. (laughs) Tool number three, remember your life has purpose. Just remember that. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other. And friendly reminder, you can find me on the Luminous Star channel on YouTube. See you there. Take care.